Welcome to the Prophecy Club. And yes, we're going to continue talking about Iran today. Some very, very important information right now. Information is like exploding from all kinds of directions. Lots and lots of information. I'm not going to be able to get to all of it today, but I'm going to do my best. This comes to us from Benjamin Fulford, dated January 6, 2020. He says, however, British intelligence got a very different story from their U.S. counterparts who told them Soleimani was killed because, quote, he was going to set off nuclear weapons in an attempt to start World War III and to bring on the Mahdi or Messiah, unquote. The British don't believe this excuse and note that, quote, it was highly unusual the Pentagon did not forewarn Great Britain, unquote. They're saying that his objective was to set off nuclear weapons to start World War III to bring in the Mahdi or Messiah. Does that have anything to do with prophecy? (laughs) You better know that it does, and it fits with a lot of things this broadcast has been saying for a long time. Now, let me refresh your memory, and I'm not going to go into this a whole lot, only a couple of minutes on it, because I just spent a whole broadcast on it a couple of broadcasts ago. If you missed a broadcast, you need to. Matter of fact, what you should do is download the Prophecy Club app. That is, I'm covered up with all kinds of compliments on this app. People absolutely love it. It makes listening and following Prophecy Club so easy. Just go to your app store, download Type in Prophecy Club, download the app. takes all of about 10 seconds to download it, and then you can listen to all kinds of radio and also the videos that we have on on the Internet, on uh, YouTube. It's very, very easy. Anyway, so let me go back to my point here. Let me give you a refresher about these suitcase nukes. I, I personally think that that was what Soleimani was probably preparing to set off all across America. Okay, so first let's go to the refresher here. November 1998, Stanislav Lunev, the highest-ranking Russian military officer to ever defect from Russia, made a Prophecy Club DVD called Russian Defector Warns America. Yes, it's available at prophecyclub.com. You can watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. In this video, he stated that the 50, quote, lost in Russia suitcase nuclear bombs had been smuggled into the United States. He said he was actually part of the team that was looking for places to hide them. May 5th, 2003, Michael Bolde, a grandson of Dmitry Dudeman, had a dream called Season of Sorrow, and he was shown suitcase nukes going off all across America. California, Illinois, Michigan, Arizona, Washington State, Florida, and New York. And in the dream, I specifically asked him about it on the radio. I said, does that sound to you like suitcase nukes? And he said, yes, it does. October 15, 2004, in another dream summarized as, quote, the eagle and the serpents, also by Michael Boldea, was shown an eagle killed by three serpent attacks. The first one he identified was 9-11. Understand, 9-11 took place in 2001. That's been now 19 years since the first snake strike. Remember that as I read this. I'm going to jump to within part of the dream. Suddenly, the snake seemed out of nowhere. A brown snake, meaning 9-11, lunged at the eagle, meaning America, and bit down on its left wing. The snake's strike was very quick and precise. Again, that's 2001. 
Just as it seemed the eagle was winning the battle, another serpent struck out at the eagle's right wing, biting down and refusing to release. After a momentary tug of war, the serpent tore off flesh and feathers, leaving a large wound on the eagle's right wing. The second bite was much worse than the first, meaning the next thing to hit America is going to be much worse than 9-11. For an instant, the eagle was stunned. Then a serpent, much larger than the previous two, made up of many colors, slithered down the eagle, opened its jaws, lunged, taking the whole of the eagle's head in its mouth before biting down, meaning the destruction of America. Then, January 9, 2005, I was shown in a dream, and I was asking to show me the next 9-11 attack. And I was shown, made a matter of fact, I made a DVD on it, uh, October 2007. I was shown a series of suitcase nuclear explosions all across America. I was told that international bankers would use sophisticated bombs and experts in several cities with one hitting a regional bank, destroying all of the records and their backups, and this would put billions of dollars into the hands of the international bankers or the Khazarian Mafia or the Deep State, whatever you want to call them, while throwing the U.S. economy into a freefall. Then 2005, former congressman, Kurt Weldon, vice chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, uncovered a plot to set explosions in 10 cities. He could not get the authorities to act, so he published the information in a book, which I have in my case behind me, called Countdown to Terror. The 10 cities he was shown was Valdez, Alaska, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, New York, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Chicago, Miami, and Houston. Then, in February 2013, Doug Metzger came and spoke at the Prophecy Club, made a DVD entitled, Will You Survive America's Fall? In that DVD, he explains how he was shown a vision of suitcase nukes hitting the following cities. Los Angeles, New York City, Las Vegas, Washington, D.C., Chicago, San Francisco, Houston, Seattle, Orlando, Dallas, Atlanta, and Denver. Now, the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So when we've got so many people saying the same things here, this gives this a lot of credibility. It's been 19 years since the first snake attack or 9-11. Could it be that what's about to happen over the next I want to say six months to a year. I don't want to believe it's over the next few weeks. I want to believe we have more to that time than that. But what could have started is something that's going to eventually lead up to the second snake bite or the series of suitcase nukes going off. Now, understanding that, now let's go to some other news that kind of is pointing in the direction that this may not be very far away. Headline. Iraqi parliament votes in favor of ejecting U.S. troops from the country. I have long thought that Isaiah 13 is talking about one of the nations that will be attacking America will be Iraq. (laughs) Well, there you go. So now they're talking about kicking out U.S. troops out of Iraq. And then, of course, uh, probably Iraq is going to leave and they are not going to feel good about America and our occupation of their nation for, what, some 19 years, some odd? And probably they would be one of the nations that would attack America. 
Next headline. This comes to us from HalTurnerRadioShow.com. January 5, headline. U.S. satellites and spy planes see, quote, fueled missiles on Iran coast. Launch imminent. Now, do I think that Iran is about to launch a bunch of missiles? That may or may not happen, but I can tell you it's not in the prophecies. I do not have one prophecy that says Iran launches ICBMs at either Israel or America. Now, we do have a prophecy that says that Israel is attacked, and they may very well be, but I, and it could even happen this year. But I don't think it's about to happen right now, although there could be. It could be. I mean, it's, it could speed up that fast. Let's go on with the article. U.S. spy satellites picked up on what appeared to be fueling rockets inside Iran. Spy planes sent for a closer look have confirmed missiles are fueled on the coast regions of Iran. Update. Reports now confirming saying that all Iranian missile systems have been placed on full alert. Iranian-backed militia sniper units apparently taking positions all over Baghdad. Syrian officials say preparations have been made for rocket fire by Iranian militias in Damascus region. The IRGC has closed the Qaim border, crossing between Syria and Iraq until further notice. Crossing is now only reserved for missile-slash-UAV shipments between Iran and Syria and Lebanon. Sources in northern Israel report heavy and unusual military activity. Expect clashes in the next 48 to 72 hours. Several high-ranking political and religious figures of many countries in the Middle East. Okay, so I personally think that, yes, there could be some missiles fired, but I don't think this is the start of World War III, and I don't think all of the Muslim countries are about to attack Israel. I don't think we're there yet. We've still got some other prophecies to come to pass. I mean, the the dollar blowing worthless in the wind, a new Madrid fault, earthquake. Uh, so there's several things that still aren't in place. However, it could happen, but I think it'll only be on a limited basis. Next headline. Also, Hal Turner. Rockets and mortars landing near U.S. Embassy in Baghdad now. Multiple explosions. As of 2.44 p.m., January 5, Eastern U.S. time, rockets and mortars are landing in the green zone of Baghdad, meaning that they are attacking Baghdad. So two things are happening. They're warming up the missiles in Iran, and they're also attacking once again, the U.S. Embassy. So Iran is not backing down. They're not slowing down at all. Let's go on with what the article says. At least six powerful explosions have already taken place and more are inbound. Air raid sirens are blaring from the U.S. Embassy compound with loudspeakers saying warning incoming every few seconds. This comes just hours after mourners in Iran finished participating in the funeral processions for the slain General Qasim Soleimani. Update. USAF airstrikes imminent. Embassy will be protected. Eyewitnesses confirm the targeting of the U.S. Embassy in central Baghdad. Update. Six rockets fired at Baghdad Green Zone, where U.S. Embassy is located. One rocket landed outside the Green Zone and hit a civilian home, causing injuries and damage. Update. U.S. Embassy is now closed. Its personnel are transferred to shelter. New blasts heard in Baghdad. And there's more saber rattling here. Let's go to the next article. There's lots of articles on it. Headline, U.S. bases under attack by pro-Iranian militias inside Iraq. That's just more confirmation of what we talked about. Next headline, first time in modern history, mosques in Iran raise red flag of vengeance and war. 
also Hal Turner, 04 January. For the first time in modern history, mosques in Iran have raised the red flag of doom, the flag of blood, and severe battle ahead. This is the first time in modern history that the flags have been raised outside of a specific memorial day. The image above shows the flag being raised over the dome of Jakram, I can't say it, mosque in Iran. It's official. War is coming between Iran and USA. There's no doubt now. They will attack us over the killing of their general Suleimani. The red flag refers to a Shia martyr, Hussein, grandson of the prophet, who was beheaded and along with his family defeated at Battle of Karbala. It took five years to wreak vengeance on Hussein's enemy, Yazad. The flag means vengeance, may take time, but it will be inevitable and sure. The red flag reads, roughly translated to, O, the Avengers of Hussein. Shia tradition maintains that the slogan surfaced during the subsequent uprising of the vengeance of Hussein's martyrdom in the 7th century, an effort that continued for five years, meaning... The red flag, my opinion, this is my wording, is basically saying that Iran is going to war. It may not happen immediately, but it is still planned and they are still headed in that direction. Next headline, Iran, our response will shock America to its core. Now, this is where I want to get in this broadcast. Let me read that again. Once again from Hal Turner. Iran, our response will shock America to its core. Millions took to the streets in Iran after Friday prayers, mourning the USA assassination of the general. A government spokesperson said, quote, our response will shock America to the core. All right, let's just stop for a second. Is Iran crazy? Well, they're certainly not Christian. They're, you have to remember that when Daniel prayed, remember he was fasting for three weeks and he was asking the answer to a question about Jeremiah 25 having to do with prophecy. It took three weeks for the angel to get there. When the angel finally arrived to give Daniel the answer to his, his prayer, he said that he had been delayed by the prince of Persia. Well, what's Persia? That's what we today call Iran. And he said that he would, the angel said he'd have to return to fight with the Prince of Persia. So, so this demon that is in charge of Iran or Persia, it's a big, bad, powerful demon. And that's what America is playing with here. So when they say our response will shock America to the core, do you think Iran is just joking? Or could it be that they are friends with the international bankers? Remember, I had that dream that showed that there's going to be a series of explosions all across America and the people behind it would be international bankers and that one of the explosions would hit a regional bank, knocking out all of their records and their backups, and it would throw America into a financial tailspin. Is that what is going to cause the dollars to be blowing worthless in the wind as leaves? Is that what's going to cause the fall of the American economy? Is that what's going to also cause us to, is that the second snake bite? All of this, brothers and sisters, could, please hear me, could, I'm not saying it is, but it could be happening this year. Do you think when they say our response will shock America to the core, you think they're just kidding? I don't think so. You see, you remember how I've said that the Muslims are representative of the leopard. And I've said that if you go and you do a printout of the map of where most of the Muslims in the world live, and you print that map, 
and then you go and research, and I have, uh, where the leopards live, and you print that map. If you overlay the maps, the lines are almost exact, meaning where the leopards live is where the Muslims live. So prophetically speaking, as the eagle is America and the lion is England and the bear is Russia, the leopard, in my opinion, represents the Muslims in general. So what are the fighting habits of the leopard? The leopard does not fight face to face. The leopard will run to fight another day, just like the Muslims. The leopard waits till you walk by and then it stabs you in the back. This is what Melissa Slotkin said on Sunday to Fox News. I don't think Iran actually just responds in a very traditional, symmetric way. They'll come up with other ways to retaliate for what's gone on in the past few days. They're creative. I mean, that's one of the hallmarks of the Iranians is they may not respond immediately, but they will respond. They don't respond the way we do, sort of symmetrically, let's go force on force. They come up with these really dangerous, sort of shadowy ways of responding that we can't predict. Meaning a set-off of suitcase nukes all across America may very well be the retaliation for this General Soleimani being killed. And you recall that here in the articles and also the news reports, Iran is now saying it's got 35 targets. You remember part of the report from Stanislav Lunev, and by the way, it was in all of the news reports that back in the, oh, I guess it was the, the late 80s, early 90s, that Russia had lost some 50 suitcase nukes. They just lost 50 suitcase nukes. And then Stanislav Lunev, as I read earlier here, said that he was part of a team that was looking for places to hide anywhere between 20 and 50 suitcase nukes. So the question arises, could it be that the Iranians are buddy-buddy with the international bankers, the Khazarian Mafia, the deep state, whatever you want to call them, these evil international bankers, because the dream told me that it was the international bankers that had the trigger to the suitcase nukes, not Iran. But probably the international bankers will use Iran as a patsy, a scapegoat, someone to point to and say, oh, well, Iran did it. Well, it's probably not. Iran does not have the sophisticated, um, it's certainly not back in the late 80s and early 90s to build suitcase nukes. That was Russia. And Russia, quote, lost them. Well, probably what they did was turn them over to the international bankers, and they arranged to have them secreted inside America. So could it be that Iran has 35? Did they just tell us that what they have is 35 suitcase nukes? If you put all of that together, could it be that, well, let's put it this way. Can you imagine what would happen in our world if 35 suitcase nukes all went off, maybe not exactly the same time, but the same day? 35 suitcase nukes. Now, refresh your memory. What's a suitcase nuke? It's about a one kiloton backpack type bomb. What does that do? Well, from experts I've interviewed on the radio in the past, they tell us that it, it sends to 10,000 degrees about a 10 square block, a radius of 10 square blocks inside of a city. That means concrete, glass, steel, everything hits 10,000 degrees and destroys it, obviously. And then there's, of course, the shock wave that destroys more. But the biggest destruction is the radioactivity. Now, that blows according to the wind, of course. 
But what does it do? Let's say, for example, just one suitcase nuke took out 10 city blocks in downtown Dallas. What does that do? That kills the city. I mean, not everybody in the city and not every building in the city, but it kills the city. Why? Because then no one wants to buy anything made anywhere close to Dallas, Texas, because they're afraid when they open the box and take it out, it's going to be radiated. Now, you can imagine that we would probably say, oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. You know, we got rid of all the radiation. But are the people going to believe that? So if they have 35, if they have 35 suitcase nukes secreted all across America and the international bankers. Oh, by the way, why would the international bankers set off 35 suitcase nukes all across America? Hmm. Okay, now let's see. The uh, sealed indictment count is up to 142,275 now. 142,275. And several people are remarking that it's getting scary close to 144,000, which just happens to be 12 times 12, or 12,000 times 12,000. And that is a biblical number. So some people are wondering if it all stops at 144. I don't know. But what would you do if you were an evil international banker that has been raised in wealth beyond your wildest imagination, that is evil to the core like we can't even understand, that sacrifices babies, that has child sex trafficking going on and gets its power from Lucifer, by child sacrifice. I mean, it's it's repulsive to even say or even think about for a Christian. But try to imagine that kind of a person and that there are not just hundreds, but there are thousands of them that have been operating for now some 2,500 years that have arranged to get control of all of the radio and the TV and many of the large businesses and controlling banking for over 300 years And that's what Trump is going after. So as they see more and more of them and their buddies and their names getting investigated, would they set off suitcase nukes? You better know that they would. And I think that that is not the only threat. Probably they're also saying you do that. Not only will we set off nukes, but we'll also release all kinds of viruses and bacteria and plagues and things like that. Would they kill that many people? Oh, yes. These are the people that start wars, finance wars, and their objective is to bring in their man, the Antichrist, the beast. Their objective is to form a world government and to have their man, the son of Lucifer, the son of perdition, that man of sin, to come in and rule the world and require everyone to take a mark or lose their head. You have to understand that kind of evil. And frankly, it's repulsive for me to even say, I think most Christians, we don't even want to go there. We don't want to think that anyone could be that evil. But if you want to understand what's coming, you have to understand they are that evil. Let me read that headline again. Iran says, our response will shock America to its core. Do you think that they were saying that there's 35 suitcase nukes that we have control of? Now understand, it's not them having control of them. But It's probably the international bankers allowing them to say, let's put it this way. If 35 suitcase nukes 
were to all go off all across America now that Iran has openly claimed a couple of things. They said if Tehran is attacked, there will be nuclear detonations on American soil. They didn't say missiles. They said nuclear detonations on American soil. So what happens if there are exactly 35 of them now? What is America going to do? America is going to blame it on Iran. And in the meantime, the deep state, the international bankers sit back and laugh because they blamed it off on Iran. And Iran didn't understand that they were being manipulated by these people. So as a result, they can threaten the world with these. They can th- you, you have to understand, people in high places, they know this stuff is coming off. It, it's no surprise to them. And that's the reason they're trying to impeach Trump right now. This is all international evil. I don't even know if that's the right word. This is evil above international. This is evil, well, between Satan and Jesus. You remember, I I, I told you several times, August the 8th, 2015, Saturday night, Lord, I don't have anything to say tomorrow morning for the sermon. What would you like to say? And I heard an audible voice say, this is the time of miracles. And then he downloaded to my heart, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. But he also said, you tell them, I will be with them. Inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound, everything the devil does, I will never leave them, I will never forsake them. Which, by the way, is one of the reasons we're having the sevenfold miracle crusade coming up so we can begin to build that end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. You want to be a part of that? You want to be a part of what God is doing in the days ahead? Then get yourself signed up so you can get trained, anointed, and prepared to serve. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com Don't forget to get, well, actually order both of my books, Miss the Mark, and The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy at prophecyclub.com. In my new book, Miss the Mark, I expose the nine deceptions the beast will use to deceive, if it were possible, even the very elect. Since Lucifer is only given three and a half years to rule the world, but given 6,000 years to prepare for it, is it possible he has set up a nine-point plan so well thought out, so cunning, will deceive all whose name is not written in the book of life? What would you do if you had to tell a person the most important thing in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? What would you do? Would you tell them? I believe you would. But what is the most important thing in the world to tell a person? The answer is, don't take the mark of the beast, because those taking the mark do not get soul death, but eternal torment in hell. But how do you tell them? Give them miss the mark. It is designed to be given to anyone, even if they've never heard of the Bible Jesus, even if they're in another religion, it takes them from a blank page to making sure they will never take the mark. It's thin and easy to read. One for 20, but don't do that. Instead, we make them available in lots of 10. 10 for 25, 20 for 40, 40 for 60. That's one for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 25, 20 for 40, and 40 for 60 at prophecyclub.com. That's miss the mark. Don't take the mark of the beast, prophecyclub.com. Back in 2017, God helped me to memorize the book of Revelation. God showed me the word first fruits is actually a secret door linking the feast of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation, allowing the end time events to be placed in chronological order as never before. One prophetic word said it this way. 
There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time into obsolete books. That's this book. For the first time, you will understand that on first fruits, Jesus, the Lamb, returns to Mount Zion with 144,000 one-year-old Jews. On Pentecost, the wheat who are ready go to the marriage supper of the Lamb with the barley. The Father promotes Jesus at the marriage supper from Lamb to Lion, from Prince to King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus receives many crowns, a vesture dipped in his own sacrificed blood, and a white horse. The barley and wheat receive a wedding garment and a white horse to return on trumpets about four months later. This is the day of the Lord. Jesus the judge uses the morning star lightning sword to burn the tares. This is the judgment seat of Christ. All in Jesus report here and receive their just rewards. On atonement, Jesus is the judge at the great white throne. For those not in Jesus, the dead are judged based upon their works written in the books. Whosoever is not found written in the book is cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. On tabernacles, the new Jerusalem comes down from God out of heaven, all explained in the secret door to understand Bible prophecy. One for 20, don't do that. Five for 30, 10 for 55, or a case of 60 for $250 at prophecyclub.com.